How many of you can sense that there's been a shifting? You know, I think we've entered into a, a new spiritual season. Amen. You know, Pastor Randy said something a couple weeks ago about, and I don't even know if he remembers he said it, but he's talking about uh, God is realigning the church. And I believe that with all my heart, don't you? You know, I believe that, that God is, is looking for us to elevate the spiritual above the natural. Set our cares and affections on things above. See the fear of the Lord come back to his house. Come on. I believe God's on the move today, don't you? Good things are in store for us. I believe that. Hallelujah. Thank you, guys. Such an awesome, awesome praise team. I'll tell you, Sunday morning, boy, it just about blew up in here, didn't it? It was awesome, Sunday morning. What a good message. How many of you enjoyed that pastor's message Sunday morning? Woo! Wasn't that on fire? That was a good word. You know, I'm, I'm, Randy might get me, but I'm not good at devotions. I, you know, I, I come in with two Bibles tonight. Dan says, you, you're low. No, one's to, to read out of them. The other's to stand on. I'm, I'm going to give you a little illustration tonight. But I want to get right in it, into it tonight and, and share with you something I believe God has laid upon my heart tonight. And it's a good word. It's, it's, it's simply uh, Satan, he's a defeated foe. Come on, is that good news or what? That is good news. I don't care what it looks like out there. Satan is a defeated foe. And I want to talk a little bit about that tonight. You know, it's amazing. Sometimes you think people know things, and, and uh, uh, many times there's individuals that really don't know a lot of things about spiritual things. And maybe you think they do, but they don't many times. And, and there's such a need for teaching in the body of Christ. Come on. You know, I don't know if you've noticed, and, and, and I think you have, but, you know, Satan has been warring like, like never before. How many of you can say amen? You look out and you see where, where Satan is just literally waging war like, like never before. We're seeing things that we, we've never uh, never seen in a long time. And I think, that, I, I think that the reality is that he knows that his time is short. And our redemption draweth nigh. Come on. You know, Jesus, he thought it necessary for us to, to, to know about the adversary in our life. And in John uh, 10, 10, he reveals the purpose of the enemy of our life and how that he comes to kill, to steal, and to destroy. I mean, he, he can literally play havoc in your life if you give him place in your life. You know, if you're ignorant concerning his strategies and plans, he can play havoc in your life. You know, he's called the prince of the air. 
And, and I began to think about, you know, the, the very uh, reality. Look what's coming through our airways on television and, and the internet and all of these things. He's the prince of the power of the air. And he's come to influence. He's, he's the master influencer. And he's endeavoring to influence. I tell you, I don't know about you, uh, Janet and I are just appalled to some of the, the things that are on television nowadays. The things that our kids have access to when they get on their phones. And uh, the commercials are bothering me. I don't know about you, the commercials are bothering me. I mean, I'm appalled to, to some of the commercials we're seeing. And kids are growing up in this day and in this time. But here's the good news, and I want to share this with you. Jesus triumphed over the enemy. He made a show of them openly, and he defeated our enemies for us. Come on. You know, in Colossians 2, 15, it says, and having spoiled principalities and powers, he made a show of them openly, triumphing over them in it. Say this with me, Satan is defeated. defeated. But guess what? There comes a but after that. You and I as believers have to enforce his defeat. He is a defeated foe. But you and I have to enforce his defeat. I tell you, do you get tired of seeing Satan play havoc in people's lives? Come on. We've got we've to understand some things. In, in, in Luke 10, 17 through 20, this was when Jesus sent out the, the 70. And they came back and they were rejoicing that the spirits were subject to them. And, and Jesus, you know, Jesus told them and, and revealed to them, don't rejoice because the spirits are subject to you, but rejoice because your name is written in the Lamb's book of life. How many of you are glad your name's written in the Lamb's book of life? But he also, he also says, I give unto you power over all the powers of the enemy. But in the Greek, it literally means this, I give you the authority over all of his ability and nothing shall hurt you. How many of you realize you've got authority over all his ability? Come on. In, in Ephesians 4, uh, 27, it says, give no place to the devil. Have you ever heard this saying, the devil made me do it? No, he can't make you do it but you can give them place in your life. You can literally open up a door and give Satan place in your life. And, and to be honest, we, we've all done it sometime or another. If you haven't, just keep on living. I mean, he can get an advantage of us sometimes if we're not careful, if we're not alert, if we're not watching. James 4, 7, now I want to ask you, does it say resist the devil and he'll flee from you? Is that what the Bible says? Resist the devil and he'll flee from you? That's not all that verse. The Bible said, submit yourself to God. Resist the devil and he'll flee from you. There's a major part of that. You know, submitting ourselves to God. Do you ever think about what that word means? 
To submit, it means to be under obedience. In, uh, in Psalms 32, I'm gonna read this in the Amplified. It says uh, 32 in verses eight and nine. It says, I, the Lord, will instruct you and teach you in the way you should go. And I will counsel you with my eye upon you. Now listen to this. Be not like the horse or the mule which lacked understanding, which must have, a, have, have their, their mouths held firm with a bit and bridle or else they will not come with you. In other words, God will lead us and he'll lead us into obedience, but he's saying don't be stubborn. Don't be like Jonah. When the word of the Lord came to Jonah and told him, I want you to go to Nineveh, and he, he fled. Now I want to ask you a question. Where can you flee from the presence of God? You can't flee from the presence. You can't hide. You can run, but you can't hide. Amen? So we need to be submitted to God. 1 Peter 5 and 8. Be sober. Be vigilant. That, that word vigilant means watching for possible danger and difficulties. Because your adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion. Notice it didn't say he was a roaring lion. It says, as a roaring lion. You ever watch that television shows and, and those lions and they're attacking something? I mean, they're vicious. But he said, as a roaring lion. You know, my wife always said, he's toothless. Satan's toothless. Jesus defanged him. I've, I can even add more to that, Bill. He's not even eligible for false teeth. Come on. He's a defeated foe. Our enemy is defeated. He comes and seeks whom he may destroy. As a roaring lion walking about seeking whom he may devour. Someone say, don't, you can't devour me. Come on. Verse nine says, whom resists steadfast in the faith. There's times we gotta put up the shield of faith. We're in a spiritual warfare. Invisible spiritual warfare. And sometimes we have, to, we have to get violent in this thing. Take things by force. Because we've got promises that, that God has given unto us. They're exceeding, exceedingly great, precious promises. So res resisting steadfast in the faith, knowing that the same affliction are accomplished in your brethren that are in the world. Psalms 34, 19 says, many are the afflictions of the righteous. Now just pause and meditate, Sheila, on that for just a little bit. Many are the afflictions of the righteous. We're not gonna go through life without troubles. We're not, we're not gonna go through life without warfare. So we've, we understand that, that many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivereth him out of them all. In other words, there's a way of escape. Glory to God. You know, I love David's honesty, and I love honesty. I love David's honesty that's, that's in Psalms 
55, verses 6, 6 through 8, David said, oh that, I, oh, that I had wings like a dove, for then would I fly away and be at rest. Lo, then I would wander far off and remain in, in the wilderness, Sheila. I would hasten my escape from the windy storm and, and tempest. Now, I want to ask you a question. How many of you got wings like, like, like a dove? Anybody got wings like a dove? If you do, I want to know where you got them. I'm going to get me some. How many of you would ever, how many of you would be honest and say, boy, I'd like to got out of that situation? Or, I, you know, I wish I could have flew away from that problem or that, that circumstance. Or I wish I didn't have to go through, you know, in life we're going to go through some things. But glory to God, through Christ we have the victory. We have the victory in him. And we can be strong in him and in the power of his might. I love David's honesty there. When I got into the, the area of the whole armor of God, I'm telling you what, it, I was in my, my chair and I was meditating, meditating on it and it was like fire shut up in my bones. When God began to share some things uh, to me about the armor of God. And I want to read it. I'm really going to stand on that tonight. I'm going to read this, uh, uh, the 10th verse, and read it all the way through, and then just pick it apart if I can. It says, finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord. That's where our strength comes from. And in the power of his might, put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against what? The wiles of the devil, the schemes, the strategies, the plots, and the plans that he has. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God that you may may be able to withstand in the evil day and having done all to stand and having done all to stand stand therefore having your loans girt about with truth and having on the breastplate of righteousness your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace above all taking the shield of faith wherewith you shall be able to quench all, everybody say all, all the fiery darts of the wicked and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God, praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit and watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for all saints. And for me, that utterance may be given unto me that I may open my mouth boldly and make known the mysteries of the gospel. Now, I want to look at this a little bit different tonight. What is the armor of God that we just read? Well, the armor of God is truth. It's righteousness. It's peace. It's faith. 
It's salvation. It's God's word. Now, I'm not much on illustrations, but I felt like God really wanted me to do this. Hopefully I won't come off of there too, too, slip off of there. When you've done all that you can to stand, stand therefore on truth. Stand therefore on truth. That's our armor. God has called us to stand on truth. When you've done all to stand, stand therefore. You ever been in a battle and you just, man, you're wondering when this thing is gonna end? When you've done all to stand, stand therefore. Stand on truth. I was, I was thinking about Elijah the prophet, mighty man of God, operated in the authority of God, did mighty things in his time and in his day, but we find him in, in, in a particular time in his life, he's hiding in a cave. There was a threat upon his life. And the spirit of timidity and fear came upon him and he went hiding, he went running. Now I wanna say this as humbly as I, I, I know how to say it, there's a lot of our brothers and sisters that have a threat upon their life. And that's not a time to hide and that's not a time to allow timidity to come in and fear to come in. That's a time for them to stand upon the word of God, to stand upon the truth. Come on and declare no weapon formed against me shall prosper. Come on. Stand on truth, that's our, that's our armor, the whole armor of God. Don't, don't try to just get part of it, put the whole armor on. I was listening to Tommy Evans, I, he's a, he was a black brother on television, uh, YouTube, and uh, he, was, he was talking about, and I shared this with Pastor Ken on the way to Cape, all hell broke loose in his family. And I don't, I don't wanna, I don't want to talk about everything that broke loose in his family. I mean, it was terrible. But I want to tell you what he said. He told his daughter she fasted several days and wouldn't eat, didn't know what was going on. And, and he said, when you don't know what's going on and things just seem to keep lingering, he says, you turn to what you know. You turn to what you know. It's not, it's not, it's not feelings. What's feelings got to do with it? Come on. You turn to what you know. You turn to the truth of the living, living word of God. Come on, there's power in the word. You, you turn to that word and you stand. And when you've done all to stand, you stand there for Righteousness is a part of our armor. In Romans 5, it talks about being justified by faith. And what it really means is, you know, we've been declared righteous. When you give your heart and your life to God, you've been declared righteous. You stand in right standing with God. You are clothed with the righteousness of God. But I don't stop there. 
I believe we, we are not only clothed in the righteousness of God, you and I, we've got to walk out that righteousness. We've got to be doers of righteousness. You know, uh, in, in Matthew 6, 33, it says, Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added to you. First things first, kingdom. Seek kingdom things and his righteousness. If we didn't have to do anything about righteousness, there would be no need for that verse to be in there. The Amplified says it like this, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, his way of being and doing right. How many of you believe God is looking for people today to walk out righteousness? And it's a growing process. I'm, don't misunderstand me. It's a growing process. God didn't deliver us from the powers of sin to, to continue living in it. Come on. And that's what pastor was preaching Sunday morning. I, I tell you what, I sat on the front row Sunday. He about had me out of the chair. I was about to come out of the chair. We need to hear preaching like that. Glory to God. So God is realigning his church. While we look not at the things that are seen, but the things that are not seen, all this right here is temporal. It's passing, it's fading, but that which cannot be seen, the spiritual. How many of you know we gotta put priority on the spiritual? Another part of the armor is peace. Philippians 4, 7 says, and the peace of God which passes all understanding shall keep your heart and your minds through Christ. You know Satan would like to come and steal your peace. 2022 for Janet and I was a, was a year, and I talked to Pastor about it. It was a trying year for Janet and I. And I'm not a whiny baby. We literally went through some things in 2022. And the enemy was fighting to try to take my peace. And I'm gonna tell you something. You know, you know God just really spoke in my spirit. What do you do when things just keep on lingering? You keep on walking with God. Keep on keeping on, church. Come on. And I wanna tell you something. I'm not gonna give up my peace. I'm fighting for my peace. Jesus said, my peace I leave with you. Isaiah 26 and three says, thou shalt keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on thee because he trusteth in thee. How many of you know, we gotta, we gotta get back to the basics of what this is all about and keep our minds stayed upon the Lord. Another part of our armor I'm trying, Randy. Faith. Faith is another part of our armor. Faith shall quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. Now our faith, our faith doesn't always remain on the same level. If, you, if your word level is low, guess what? Your faith level is gonna be low. 
Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Did you hear that? Faith comes by hearing and hearing. How, how much we need to keep hearing and hearing the word of God. I can't put enough emphasis on the importance of hearing the word of God. Come on, church. It's vitally important to us. It doesn't, it, you know, our, 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 our faith doesn't remain on the same, same levels. You know, uh, Proverbs 8, 21 says, there, there's life in our tongue. Boy, I'm, I'm, I catch myself sometimes saying things that I know I shouldn't say. And I'm not talking about cussing or anything like that. But I catch myself every once in a while saying a few things that really don't represent life. Come on. Oh, it's me. You ever have a Pentecostal pity party or a Church of God pity party? It's, it's really no good. There's life in your tongue. You know, the, the Bible said there's a, or you've heard the saying, there's a miracle in your mouth. I believe that. You know, Mark 11, 23 says, whosoever shall say unto this mountain, be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea and shall not doubt in his heart, but believe that those things that he saith, he shall have whatsoever he saith. Faith operates through the heart. With the heart, man believes. If we'll get our, 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 our believing right, our confession will be right, then our receiving will be right. Amen? Hebrews 11 and 1, now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Faith is, is the substance of things expected. See, we, by faith, we, when we pray and we're believing God, we've got faith. You know, uh, the Amplified says, you know, uh, faith is our title deed. You know what our title deed is? I, I look at, this is my title deed right here. This is truth. This is my title deed. This is the proof of what I'm believing for. Right there, amen? The helmet of salvation. You know, some of the greatest Battles are won or lost in the arena of the mind. That's right. 2 Corinthians 10, 4 and 5 says this, for the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds, casting down imaginations, and every high thing that exalted itself against the knowledge of God, listen to this, and bringing into captivity every thought. How many? Every thought to the obedience of Christ. Every thought. Let me, let me give you some strongholds. Let me, let me show you where you can open up and allow the enemy to come in. One of them's pride. Boy, when you begin to think you've got, got it going on, watch out. Amen. How many of you know it's in God? It's in God. What about hatred or unforgiveness? Jealousy. Man, you gotta learn to just cheer them on, church. Come on. Fear. It's dominating. You gotta you got stand on the truth and, and stand against it and say, God hadn't given me the spirit of fear, but of love and power and of a sound mind. 
What about the spirit of heaviness? We gotta learn. Did you ever get up and just, man, your morning was just, come on. You ever get up like that? You know what David, David said? I'd have fainted unless I believed to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. We gotta learn how to encourage ourselves, church. See, I don't always get up ready to run through the troops and jump over the wall. If we don't govern our thinking, our thinking will govern us. And last but not least, the word of God. It is, it is so vitally important, the word of God. It amazes me. You know, I, I had the privilege to, to minister in, in Christway on Monday night, uh, some couple of weeks ago. And last night when I left, this guy stopped me and I, I preached a, a message walking with God. And he's, this young man, just as sincere as could be, pastor, he asked me, he said, could you copy uh, first and second uh, epistles of, of Enoch? Anybody got first, second epistle of Enoch in your Bible? You know what? He was as sincere as can be. And some people don't, don't even, you, you know, you think people know sometimes. They don't know. They need to be taught. They need to be trained and, and, and taught the things of God. It's all through the Bible. You know, you want to have good success. Allow the word to be your desire and meditate it day and night. And you're going to have good success. Amen? You know, I, uh, the first of the year, and Randy, I got to do this, and, and we'll, we'll pray. You permit me to do this? First of the year, the Lord laid upon my heart to start a prayer list. And uh, one of the reasons why is we're forgetful people. I called a, 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 a survey company the other day and, and they patched me into a voicemail. And I said, my name's David Thomas and my number is, and I drawed a senior moment just as big as could be. I couldn't pull up my number, Randy, for nothing. And then about the time I, I said, I pulled a senior moment, right then my number come to me and I, I give him my number. He called back just laughing at me. Our, our memory is not real good at times. You know, I, I met Jeff just talking. And I love this brother. I don't know him very well, but I love this brother. And you know, the Bible, the Bible talks about uh, earnestly praying for the saints. And I'm, I'm telling you what, you know, I, I, I told him, I said, uh, I was looking for you in the directory. And I couldn't find you because I wanted to write your name down. And I want you to know I'm praying for you every day, brother. I'm believing God. And what God showed me, now listen to me, what God showed me right here, Randy, is how many of you remember when Moses was, was you know, he was, they were in battle. And, and, and boy, as, as you picked up the hands of, of Moses and they had the hands there, 
what was happening, the battle was won. We can help our brothers and sisters win the battle through the power of prayer. Come on. And then it goes on and it talks about Paul. Paul said, pray for me as well that utterance might be given, that I can speak the word boldly. And I want to tell you, it's, I believe it's almost a sin if we're not praying for our pastors and believing for our pastors. And I want to tell you something, so they'll stay in the vein of what God wants to minister. I'm telling you, get you a prayer list. Get you a prayer list. Now, I'm sure probably some of you get it. Now, here's what God laid upon my heart tonight, Randy, and I hope it's okay. And this is, this is what I want to ask you to do tonight. I believe God's looking for tonight some prayer walkers. And I want you to, to stand with me, if you would, right now. He's going to put some music on in just a moment, but I want to give you just a little bit of direction tonight, if I can. I want to ask you to just walk through this sanctuary and let's fill this place with the, the power of prayer for a little bit. Let's saturate this sanctuary with our prayers tonight. And if you're not able to walk, you can stay where you're at, but most of us can walk a little while at least. Amen? You know, sometimes I get to stand and, 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 and I'm like pastor, I got to sit down. But I'm like the old boy Johnny. Mama told him, said, sit down. He stood up, sit down, Johnny. Finally, she said, Johnny, I told you to sit down. He sat down and he said, I'm sitting down on the outside, but I'm standing up on the inside. Some, sometimes, I, you know, I sit down, but I want to tell you something, I'm standing up on, on the inside, glory to God. Nobody's going to take my worship away. Come on, he's so worthy. He is worthy of our worship. So tonight, I want to ask you, just let's break out tonight a little bit, okay? I know I'm the new kid around the block, but let's, let's, let's break out a little bit tonight and walk through these pews. Pray for every section, every section in here. Pray for these this fronts right here where God will bring people in and they, they can't stay in their seats because of the power of prayer drawing them. Amen? Go ahead, Brother Dan. Come on, church. 